eBay Motors is here for the ride. Remember when you first saw the potential? And then through some elbow grease, fresh installs, and a whole lot of love, you transformed 100,000 miles and a body full of rust into a drive that's all your own. Look to your left. Look to your right. It's official. No one's got a ride like this. There's nothing else that sounds like, feels like, or looks like the set of wheels in your garage. With over 122 million parts, you can make sure your number one ride or die stays running smoothly, so there's no limit to how far you can take it. Brake kits, turbochargers, engines, exhaust kits, roof racks, LED headlights, bumpers, whatever your baby needs, eBay Motors has it. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit, it's guaranteed to fit your ride the first time, every time, or your money back. Plus at these prices, well, you're burning rubber, not cash. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. This is for the passionate Seahawks fans. The ones who care about scheme more than hot takes. The, the, the ones who want X's and O's and not talking heads. From the eye in the sky. This is Seattle Overload. It's Seattle Overload. With your hosts, Matty F. Brown, Griffin Sturgeon, and Ty Dane Gonzalez. Let's go. Welcome to the Seattle Overload podcast. It is time for the Seahawks Chiefs tape review. Yes, Seattle lost, but unfortunately, or fortunately, we're here having watched the tape, the All-22. Griff, overall, is there, is there room for cope? Like, offense-wise, it's pretty bad. Um. Well, yeah, yeah, there is, because where they performed poorly, uh, I think that would be like offensive line and and uh, especially isolated to players where like the tackles, for instance, we, we kind of know what we're signing up for with them. It's every week. It's you have no idea what you're going to get uh, because they're rookies and rookies can good rookies can have horrible games, um, you know, at, at any given point, um, especially rookie tackles. That's just the nature of the beast. So if anyone's going to have a bad game, you'd hope that it would be the guys where you can only expect them to get better. So that's kind of where I, where I rest my cope. Um, it is frustrating that the right guard play has been really poor. Um, and the center play, I think Damian Lewis actually had a solid game despite the other four having a rough game. Um, that's the run blocking and pass protection for the most part. He wasn't spotless. Um, but like, and then also Luke, Lucas uh, played uh, banged up as well. Um, but this season has really demonstrated that when the protection is just average, everything else follows. It's the, the quarterback talent and the receiver talent is all there. The process, the play calling is all there. Um, 
So really it's just the off, but the offensive line play has gone from to an asset to a complete liability, like extremes. So with some in between, but like it really, it really lives on extremes for the most part. Um, You know, so it's like, it's not consistently average. It's really good and really bad. Um, Again, with a couple games that are kind of gray. So yeah, that's where I rest my cope. Yeah. And to your point about the rookies as well, like we'll, we'll get to it with the tape, but Kenneth Walker, you know, he had some very rookie moments this game and has been doing this season. And, you know, along with what you said about not being able to convert the third downs, the fact that the third downs are so long is, again, an issue, which is sort of a, a symptom of the aforementioned offensive line issues and and Walker. Gino really didn't have much to go off this game. But we should say, before I go to tie on this, we should say that the defence was a positive. They seemed to be doing a mix of stuff, but more kind of like old Seattle stuff, uh, whatever they call it in the new system. They're doing what their players can do. This was a very, very good performance from them, especially in the second half. But even in the first half, there were really good moments. And it seems there's a consistency in the way they fit the run, which is there. Where that lasts, I mean, hopefully, hopefully it's fixed for good now. Is it too little too late? I guess we'll find out. But that is a positive. Now, Ty, Mm-hmm. You're you're a big advocate of the gene over movement. Uh the the gene over movement. Uh, I, I mean, I'm 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 a little concerned about you know what we're going to get on a week to week basis. I I don't I really don't know what we're going to see. I said this on yesterday's show. It's hard to predict where this team is going to land. Offensively, it's terrible, and then you know defensively, it's like pretty good, and then you know the next week it's defense is a problem offense is pretty good and there's no balance really so i would love to see a balanced performance i think this team is capable of having a balanced performance uh but until i i see that i'm i'm starting to uh lose some faith but uh no it's not actually gene over despite what my uh colleagues here or at least one of my colleagues here is uh trying to lead you to believe okay right so if we make our way through chronologically of, of the offensive performance, we did neglect it, really. We really did last week. We sort of put our fingers in our ears, decided just to focus on the defense, got more and more unhinged on that. So we'll focus most of the pod on, on the offense. And if we start with a second and 12... Oh, I annotate on my screen. Don't do that. If we start with a second and 12, early in the game, ball on Seattle's own five-yard line, so again, not ideal. Um, And they're in this this look, and they run guard tackle rep. Now, let's just play through the play. This is an example of kind of the offensive line struggling, but also Walker being a, a rookie. where you know there's a world where he can actually set this these kind of blocks up where they pull the backside guard and the tackle but he kind of runs himself 
out of the potential play. Um, also, the Kansas City linebackers, they play super physical, really thick. They look to kind of take on the block aggressively. Uh, they don't really spear law turn back blocks. They sort of just run through them. Like, in a, you may have heard it called dent uh, style. Um, and here, Willie Gay absolutely dominates his block, which I think gives Walker some pause. Um, but really, he should be going one-on-one with a safety, not like outrunning yeah. his block to the corner here. Would you like the end zone angle, Griff? End zone angle is always nice. <laughs> if he if he if he paces this out to the the first second level blocker that the uh, that the guard I think Damian Lewis picks up, that guy doesn't. I mean, he he narrows his path too, and that doesn't let him get front side shoulder on Lewis. So, really, it's a case of you know <laughs> they need the really fast running back to go slower and 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 tempo his steps out, pace it out better. We'll let the blocks happen first and then make your decision. Because they have they have six blockers, seven gaps, and the Chiefs are playing gapped up with a corner in the fit and a safety coming from depth in the fit as a primary fitter. So the angles don't favor the Chiefs. Like I I don't get I mean, Gay does well because he, he he does play the one and a half gaps of the first pull. He dents it real thick. Yeah, I mean, Lewis if, could have done a better job for sure. But Yeah, Lewis, I don't think he expected this. I think he thought the linebacker would actually fit on his outside. And the fact that he sort of fitted head up with his head dipping inside, he took out, played two blocks here, which is why like the defense does this approach. Um, cross coming round from the tackle positions coming out for the corner. There is a world still where Walker, even with Gay playing this well, if he slows down, he can cut basically off Gay Where if, if he ends up inside or outside. But because he just, as Griff says, he didn't tempo his run, um, he ends up sort of outrunning both blocks. Um, and... This is an early play, but it's sort of Walker seeking out the kind of home run to the outside um, and sort of playing at one speed, which becomes a kind of recurring theme in this game. I think that's fair. Mm. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Right. Next play. Okay. So Seattle was in a... 12 personnel. Uh, let me get you the timestamp actually as well. So this is just like six minutes left in the first quarter on a second and six. Uh, so Seattle started moving the ball after being down 7 nothing. Seattle's in a pair trips formation and they shift Cole Parkinson into like an I-form kind of look. They experimented a bit with different guys at fullback this game. Uh, I guess the reason was as maybe like a change-up, tendency change-up. It'd be nice if they had a real fullback. <laughs> they really would. Um, now, and they're kind of experimenting with Derek Young in that vein, but yeah, they are. We don't, we don't but, see that here, obviously. No. So here, Parkinson comes into the backfield, and it's basically 
uh, weak wide zone with um, Parkinson, Parkinson as a lead block. Um, and if we just watch that play out, Parkinson gets on the linebacker and Walker... Um, Parkinson gets stoned, and his block in this game was really poor. He he just he just can't block very well. He's not very physical. He doesn't get low. He, he pad levels wrong. That linebacker is denser than him. He's just sort of spindly, lanky type. Uh, but Walker, instead of just cutting back and taking, I mean, he already had like back to the line of scrimmage there, and he could have cut back and probably got uh, two, three yards on the second and six, which then yeah. brings up third and three. He bounces out and gets tackled for a loss, which brings up like third and eleven. And but even if you're gonna bounce this though, why are you hitting like why is your aiming point the inside of of Colby's half like the, the inner yeah. half of, of Colby Parkinson when because, you have the bubble there? Because he's reacting to as soon as Colby got um like he's just he's just trying to create something after Colby got knocked back. He didn't think bounce initially, you know. Yeah, he's he's just trying to make stuff happen on the fly, which again, it's not really a viable way of doing it. Um, can can you show the the uh, end zone angle on this one? There you go. So it's so, I mean, just... zone weak. You have the B gap bubble, and you're getting an extra blocker there. It just seems like he should have been thinking banging off of off of Colby to the outside initially and adapt his adapt his path so that he get hit it at full speed if he's thinking outside. Yeah. It's a it's a frustrating one and it's like the kind of again it's the kind of thing where Seattle getting upset. Like double team, I think they do a pretty good job at the point of attack having uh as Griff said it's to the B gap bubble. So they have Blythe to take on the nose tackle. They have um uh Lewis Klein for the for the linebacker coming in. Mm-hmm. Um like this this I should mean, just be he, a cut across the wash with that blown so. up. He he could just dip his head in here and he gets a few yards. Like and I know there's a body yeah. there, but like it's just about avoiding the negative play at this point. Yeah. There is a big, there is a gap here, but like the way that it all bubbles out is not good. Well, really, um, I, I, at least from the other angle, it seemed like the only way he was going to hit that gap is if he didn't bump into Colby. Yeah, so, yeah, yeah. So, I don't know. and yeah, it doesn't help that Colby gets blown up. But again, yeah. it's kind of a recurring thing. Um, Who is who is this guy? He was very disappointed. Hold on. Who? I need to I need to find a way to fast forward at a, 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 a finer pace. This is not very good. This guy is super disappointed. Is that Will Tukoafu? I don't think no, so. No, I can't no. tell. Is that Dickerson? No, I don't think so. Oh, wait, is that the tight end coach, McPherson? Uh, Might be. He looks so upset. <laughs> yeah. He's shouting at, at yeah. Colby. Yep. Um, all right. Can we just keep going through? Yeah, why not? Why Why the hell not? 
All right, just tell me when you see something that you would like to. What is that? You'd like to stop. Okay, so this is a good play because it's an early example of problems. So it's third and ten from that play. Um, they motion across into a two by two set. Uh, Gino's you got like a press single high look across the board. Obviously, Tyler Locker is missed in this game as well. And Gino has no chance here, really, like because they mug the front one way and then send two through the uh, the B gap from the other side, um, and the protection scheme messes this up. Um, this shouldn't happen. I, I I'd be interested to hear, but if you just look at the root concepts as well, Metcalf's comeback is open, but Gino had no hope of getting there in rhythm. I think his primary he was looking at would have been the. I don't know if he was looking at Colby Parkinson's uh, dig route from the opposite side of the formation, or or what. But um. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to sixty percent on hotels. So whether it's cousin Kevin's kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin, or Becky's bachelorette bash in Bermuda, you never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. It's only a kick. A jump. A block. It's only a serve. It's only a tackle. A run. It's only for the fans. After all, it's only pressure. You got this. Adidas. Yeah, no, I think he was going to move to... He probably would have found DK with the right timing, but he got flushed from the pocket. Um, and so he does find DK eventually, but he has to work back to the football because uh, he's flushed from the pocket. Yeah. In a perfect world, I wonder if, if the protection scheme wasn't broken, does he try to work to um, tread well running the the bender from the field slot yeah yeah that's with, right with Dunlap it, cause, dropping because they because they spun into middle field open um but yeah so here, here's an example of what the protection is so i don't really understand like did they call big on big here Maybe. Maybe. But, like, it's just surprising to me that Lewis didn't um, see this to his left and went to double with um, Blythe. Yeah. I'm not sure. How are your dogs, Griffin? Um, they're barking. They're very barky at the moment. Barky dogs. And hopefully that will stop. Here's I, I, I think they have some thoughts on uh, Kenneth Walker. I think they're upset about this pass protection. So it no. must be big on big. And I guess they did come at first with a five down line. Uh, and that Dallas does pick up the the right guy 
like is in the most dangerous dude but you know again third and ten not really a winning formula um this is a good pressure scheme it it is just surprising to me that lewis just stuck on this and didn't think that two would come but or could come from yeah because i mean you've only got you you only have two receiving threats and you don't need that many guys. You don't need to play four over two week. So why would he think? I don't know. I don't know why he'd work to the nose at all, because even if he thinks only one of those guys is rushing. Yeah. Well, and, if, and if like, only one is rushing, the back has that guy, but. Yeah, to me, the guy he, the first guy he ignores is really dangerous, right, as well. Like, he's right up the middle. Yeah. Anyway, so not not a great play. Gino kind of did what he could with that. Third and 10 is not a winning formula in the NFL. They didn't go for this, did they? Yeah, they did. Oh, wow. Oh, yeah, so then they went... Yeah, the swap. It was a stick route, and they had it, but it was tipped. Mm. Yep. Oh, yeah. It's annoying. Um, Say when you uh, see something you'd like to talk about. Big Griffin's looking after his dogs. Amazing. (laughs) We're, uh... (laughs) <laughs> We're troubleshooting a lot here on Seattle Overload. Um, uh, oh, this is a, this is another f- example of what's tricky about Kansas City. So they play mm-hmm. a lot of different shells and coverages, and they also play kind of tight man to man, and all these all these kind of tight shells and coverages. Like this is a third and eight. All these kinds of deals. Um, they obviously get worse, and they're accentuated in clear passing downs. And so here you have the mug front and this guy's walking around like, um, you know, what, what's he doing? And then this guy's backing off. Do you know actually did a good job undressing the, the kind of final rotation? But then this guy's threatening so he's going to come up in the A-gap again. Um, but like no one is open here and the protection gets beat immediately. <laughs> like, just, oh this, my this... God, that was such a bad rap. Yeah. Oh my word. Yeah, Chris Jones. Chris Jones just destroys Phil Haynes here. It's, it's oh, going to happen, um, but it's also why you need to avoid third and long. Um, yeah, yeah, and also where uh, not having Tyler Lockett really hurts you because he gets his, open against his, his stuff. Yeah, his absence kind of magnifies um, DK's lack of route diversity. Um, yeah. It's just really magnified because they can't run. They can run DK basically on, you know, slants and fades and comebacks. I mean, that's his route tree for the most part, especially in pure dropback situations. So, yeah, it's like we, it's like we were talking about yesterday, man. And you can only, they just, yeah, they just don't really have anyone that can get organically open in the way that they need them to, without Tyler. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and 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 Marquise has has shown more than I think we would have 
expected from him, which is a good sign for your third, fourth guy. But then also he's hurt this game. Yeah, too, he's so signed up. They, they were, they were, yeah, they were really hurt. Which I think personally limited their opportunities, right? Um, oh, so this is duo where Walker. I mean, he's he's not tempoing, but he manages to bounce out of it well. Um, and then the, they ran duo again, and this is Parkinson having an, another nightmare. Because um, I, it looked like they might have found something with duo. Um, and the problem with this kind of play being made, where the tackle comes from the, the backside, is then from like a Walker perspective, it becomes um, harder to trust the blocking. So if we if we draw up like duo here. So you can see they brought in Stone Forsyth as the the third tight end, which is something I actually missed during the uh, during the game. So duo is basically power without the puller. Um, so you get a load of double teams up front. So uh, like bang, 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 bang. Um. And then depends what happens over here. And then the running back is going to hit this kind of front side, this A-gap, um, and then read the Mike linebacker. And if the Mike linebacker, who they designate, but I believe it's this guy, uh, if he stays, if he if he uh, charges downhill, then the running back can look to bounce it back outside. But it's all about pressing this A-gap and, and the double team on the on the three tech in this instance, and then you can either bounce or hit it up the middle. Um, and so, if you watch what ends up uh, going on here, oh, did that? No, everything's good. Parkinson goes to double Forsyth's guy, um, and. Mm. Disley gets an inside move from that edge, and that ends up um, being the guy who makes the tackle. The guy Disley thought uh, Parkinson was going to help on. Um, that doesn't happen. It would be interesting to see what Walker has done. But if you look at the end of the play, Disley's upset with Parkinson, or he's having a word with him, like, hey, I thought you were there. Um, right. Look, they're having gotcha. an argument. Yeah. Um, now, the thing which is interesting and a bit sad, I guess, is how do I, am I doing the right playback speed? Yeah. So because of that penetration, they allow front side, which like that'll kill duo. Like if you're playing, mm -hmm. if you're playing defense against this, you want the kind of penetration to kill it, uh, penetration front side. And if you see here and you pause it, oh, I, I think I got the wrong mic. This guy, uh, 42, is the mic. Um, so this guy's come downhill, right? Mm -hmm. Walker could have, if if we didn't get this penetration going on, Walker could have pressed this double team. Um, imagine Parkinson's stuck here, right? Uh-huh, yeah. Then Walker can press up here, and then he can run off up here. That's it, um, yeah. But because of the penetration, it kills it, and he has the bubble... He ends up going like this and then having to zag, zigzag back in. Um, so yeah, just just a bad missed assignment, missed pickup from the from them here. 
um, which costs the run. And then that, like I said, it it means you lose trust as a running back in in like what what's real. Then it brings up third and six, familiar theme. I mean, they'd consider that more manageable. However, this is the infamous third and six where they false start, um, uh, and then it's third and eleven. Uh, um, and then what do you do on third and eleven? Uh, well, one, you're in third and eleven, which isn't great. Uh, yep. This is thirteen oh one left in the second quarter for those at home. Um, and then again, they can do all sorts of shells. Like, is this going to be? Is this going to be cover two? Um, is it cover two kind of look here? Mm-hmm. Uh, is this guy, uh, you know, or are they gonna, are they gonna play cover one? And and blitz maybe, um, and play man across the board like that. You know, it could be a lot of different defenses because they don't have to worry about defending the run. They know you're going to get past on third and eleven. Like most NFL teams, like that, uh, they end up in that kind of um, like cover three, I guess. Mm-hmm. No, it's cover one robber. Yes, yeah, cover the one robber, but the robber oh, okay. is doubling DK. Um, gotcha. And if you look at if you look at what happens, Gino immediately is thinking one on one to uh, on to this side, but none of the players get open. He's thinking one on one away from DK, but none of those guys get open. Um, he then comes back to DK. DK's doubled. There's nowhere to go. He's sacked. The pass protection also is not great. Yeah. Um, but oh yeah, that's right. And he got hurt. Yeah. Yeah, and he said it was just he got the wind uh, knocked out. Of knocked him, out of him. Yeah. So I believe. So what's the protection scheme? Okay, so they they this pretty common. They slide towards this Russia because they're bringing three off uh, their left side, so they slide that way with Blythe. Sorry, guys. Lewis. Oh, good. That's okay. Haynes, man on man. Uh, Lucas, man on man. Dallas is checking for anyone coming and. There's no extra guy. They've got five and five, so he releases. Um, and who loses in the end? Oh, yeah, Chris Jones having fun against Phil Haynes there, again. There it is. And yep. Lucas uh, beat around the arc a bit by... Uh, is that Frank Clark? Yeah, it's Frank. No. Who is No, that, that's Carlos. Oh, that's... oh, it is? That's quite a nice rush. The one that got away. Yeah. Oh yeah, Frank's there on uh, on cross. Yeah, so again in third and long, like people can set you really wide. They can, uh, you know, they can rush you wide, and they'd have to worry. They can get up off the field. Yeah, and like their their game plan, they, they were they were really hamstrung because they were already doing loads of quick game. So you can't just replace the run game with even more quick game because then their concept diversity is just even less diverse. So they're going to sit on quick game and however quick game is doing is going to do even even worse. So, um, and the fact that the runs weren't hitting at all, like the incremental runs you know, on early downs, especially to this point in the game, it made third downs really, really tough. So... I mean, you got to have at least something going for you, and they just they they didn't have it. Um, yeah. Between run blocking and pass protecting, early downs. 
Okay, so this is another play where it's like, um, so it's a, a seven and two in the second quarter, a second and ten. Seattle has really kind of been liking second and long runs, um, and they have been efficient um, until this game, really. Yeah. I don't understand the blocking here either. Now I'll get to that. So like the idea is the idea is yeah. that like it's a zone reads with a split action and so you leave the backside edge unblocked, but then Disley wraps around. So it's um let's play it too slightly. Um so they, they, they have this little jet thing going on. Um it's inside zone or I don't know, would they call that mid? No, it's inside zone. No, it's inside zone. Yeah. Yeah. And then here comes Disley wrapping around. Um, you have weird timing going on in the backfield. Like, uh, is that? It's Penny Hart, that... I think. Penny Hart, yeah. Yeah. Penny Hart almost getting in the way of the snap. So bad timing, weird timing. Disley goes for this guy, which doesn't weird. make sense. I don't know why he doesn't, like, Dunlap hides from him. Dunlap was disruptive against the run in this game. Um, well, is it supposed to be like zone read arc instead of like zone read, like zone split, like split zone read? I, don't know. Uh, I mean, maybe, but like, why? Why are we not blocking a guy who's unblocked? Hunt, you know, hunting down the. Yeah. <laughs> I said a bad word there. Actually, <laughs> see what I don't understand though is why is Walker not trying to um, like press the the backside a gap bubble first? Yeah. And I then, think... like, let that be his track, and then work to the front side a gap if something's there. But he immediately goes for. Yeah, this is insane. This is insane. This is not like maybe. What is he no, doing? Like, never do that right there. That's not. Yeah. It's it's in it's inside zone right now. It's not outside zone or mid zone. Um. Yeah. So if you if you just play this through at slower speeds, um. Here comes the, the little jet. Griff is saying he should be pressing here, the sort of mm. left initially anyway. of life yeah. initially. And I think Disley should clear out Dunlap and this guy should be unblocked. Um Yeah, because then that that's how you sift back off off tackle. Like when Chris Carson Chris Carson was a really good gun inside zone runner, and most of his successful inside zone runs went off of the left tackle when they ran zone right or off the right tackle when they ran zone left. So, and like crosses, crosses blocking is good enough here that if, like you're saying, Maddie, if Disley chooses Dunlap, then there's a you crease. Know, he can, he, yeah, he, there's a crease. And, and even if it's a narrow crease, I mean, Walker has excellent contact balance, but he runs like he has to be devoid of contact. It's like, dude, use, use what you have. Mm. Because you can see how if Walker presses this up here um, and Disley had wrapped around to Dunlap, then it cuts back and he can um, either access up here or more likely, well, I guess that could happen, but Dunlap's playing so tight, it could go up here. Now, maybe this guy makes the tackle, but that's this is, we're talking like, you know, that's three yards, which yeah, I mean, become five that, with the way Walker runs. Right, exactly. And how many runs have yep. we seen? happen exactly that way against Seahawks defense. 
where it's, there's a guy bumping. available, like a corner available to tackle, but corners making tackles can be three to five yard runs, you know? Yeah. So that brings up third and 11. Um, <laughs> <laughs> like, I, I just don't, I just don't understand. Anyway. Um, Maddie, you're not helping me cope right now. It's not a no, lot of cope Well, we'll get to the second half where. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I'm starting to think more and more as I watch each clip that uh, it's Gino or. Well, Gino's played fine so far. Gino over is less about less about Gino himself and and more about the uh, the team as a whole. Ah, so Um, here we have third and eleven, and uh, DJ Dallas a screen, and it's just. Like you know, they they can't run a screen still. Like they don't get. I don't know. Yeah. (laughs) Yep. If uh, it was that Blythe, if he just stays on his feet and have more of a presence on that block right there, like he stumbles. (laughs) Honestly, like Dallas might have a chance to make something happen. Yeah. Because that means that guy that I think is that Bolton, their linebacker, won't be the first guy mm-hmm. to contact him. Yeah. Okay. Right. So that's the end of that drive. Um, now the 17 nothing down. No one open. This is this is pretty much Gino like doing everything he can here. Yeah. He has and, a pass you know, rusher in his. It's lap. actually remarkable he didn't turn the ball over. Um, before he did, um, like he was under so much pressure, nothing was really that open. Yeah, the decision making was kind of flawless. It's the right guard again getting nuked. Is that Gabe Jackson this time? Yeah. So then, yep. like, why Chris are you Jones sliding? Like, why are you releasing your back all the time? Why are you sliding away from Chris Jones, even though he's playing for three tech? Like, maybe we could do something there. Like, maybe. Well, maybe maybe they want five man protection in the end zone so that to protect against the safety, maybe. so that if it breaks down quick, he he at least can get rid of the ball to someone. Um, but like that that throw there, where that he on that previous play that he gets to DK. You know, you look at where he threw that. Gino wants to operate with the assurance that his with the assurance that his receiver can make a play and then if you play quarterback that way yes there's implicit risk but you're also providing opportunities for the the offense that otherwise aren't there so th- that's kind of that goes back to the receiver type uh conversation like hey get another guy who maybe even better than DK can just win, you know, win contested balls or tight window, tight window throws, because Gino is willing to go that route here. Like some yeah. quarterbacks won't throw this. Yeah, look how he stays in the pocket as well. A little slide to his left because he knows DK is the guy he's throwing to, just to right. work within the available pocket. I mean, yeah, like consider how dire this situation is. You're in your own. You're backed up inside your own five. The protection's bad, and the coverage is really tight. He, he's giving this the protection, everything that it's giving him, or he's taking advantage of everything the protection is giving him, which is very little. And he's putting the ball where literally the only possible chance there is to make a play on the field anywhere. 
So he even reads that safety come down. So he knows it's a one-on-one with DK the whole way. And that informs his process. Okay, I know it's a one-on-one. So if I can just hold out in the pocket to get the ball off, at least there's a 50-50 chance, which is better than a you know 0% chance, right? Yeah, yeah. And again, it's an argument for like a slightly better pass protection on the interior and something good could happen with along with yeah. second-year tackles becoming more of a thing. Yeah. And you can see the problem Chris Jones presents because on that play, Gabe Jackson's oversetting to the outside rush, but Chris John or um, inside move, yeah, yeah, he's just so uh, Chris Jones. He's just so fluid at moving back inside. And hey, his contract is really easy to get out of if you're the Chiefs oh. this offseason. Just saying, oh, that's very interesting. Mm. How intriguing. Well, why would they want to get out of it? Okay, so we should talk about this shot to um, Metcalf because this is like perfect um, football. So Seattle got into first and ten after Dallas run popped, um, like kind of a gun run, um, like tendency catch him off balance. It's a two minute drill. Uh, One thirty eight left uh, in the second quarter. Kansas City, they're showing kind of one high. Um, like this is just the the only way that DK can catch this is the way that Geno throws in the ball because the coverage from Lejarius Sneed is actually pretty good. Mm-hmm. It's just unbelievable yeah. placement. Yeah, it's it's a great throw, and it's great that it's like ridiculous throw. it's it's great that this is still a a, a feature of the offense. Yeah, because um, a lot because we we weren't sure. Good, that's yeah. one thing we weren't sure about, right? Like. Right. We weren't sure if he could hit the deep sideline throw. The ball's in the middle hash. Like, it's not, right. it's not, it's like, not a like a near short hash. side. And this is perfect. DK has to lay out for it. But, like, if we talk through, like, the kind of technique which is going on here as well, like, one, the, the middle field safety knows DK's likely to get this. And so he also makes a good read, like, a good break on it. Um, you know, he starts kind of on that hash a bit more. So he's he's closer to the play anyway. Um DK Sneed. does a good job yeah. here maintaining his vertical separation while kind of slowing his his gait down to a little bit. Yeah, yeah. It's very Tyler even. With threats to our nation waiting around every corner, adaptability is more important than ever. When conditions change without notice, quick strategic thinking is crucial. And with obstacles consistently impending, determination is essential in overcoming them. It's this willingness, decisiveness, and resilience that sets Marines apart. With our fighting spirit, we don't just fight battles, we win them. Marines are the constant our nation counts on to fight the unknown. And through adaptable problem solving, we do just that. Learn more at Marines.com. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Is and a uh, nice use of his upper arm to try and get the arms off him, a little kind of wipe move. Um, and then as Sneed looks back for the ball, there's just the late DK. He slowed slightly and then he turned and it on then again. He, yeah. So th- that's helping the quarterback out and the quarterback helping the receiver out. Like that's just really good 
chemistry there between because because DK is giving him DK by slowing his route, knowing that he can speed back up, is giving Gino a little bit of a margin for error. Just put out in front to where if anyone makes a play, it's it's DK. Yeah. So that's just really good stuff. And that's why DK, like there's art to running a fade or a go. DK is so good at the nuances of that. As as much as I like to say, like he really doesn't have a diverse route tree still, the routes that he does run, he runs incredibly well. And like this is this is that right there. Yeah. He's and not he's see- not just he's doesn't he's not just a four three guy. Like he knows what he's doing on these routes. Mm. And you can see Sneed's antis- I think he's kind of twitchy at the line of scrimmage with his feet, not getting that settled. I think he knows that this is going to be a deep shot. Um, yeah, because he knows he's in a one-high defense. He knows he's pressing DK Metcalf. Yeah. He doesn't even um, bother trying to get hands on him. DK gives him a just his classic one kind of step at the line of scrimmage, wide release. Uh, Sneed does good to kick, and he stays on top of it at the start. Um, DK's just so big and strong that he gets through the jam but like sneeds big and strong corner too um this here like that looks like a pick which is what we're kind of speaking to of like gino's placement is perfect mm-hmm. with the ball in the air sneeds got his head around but it's just thrown too far for sneed to reach like yeah. it's just the perfect throw and catch um but you'd grade that play you wouldn't ding sneed for that play that's a positive play really yeah kind of- just football yeah. It's 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 elite football from quarterback and receiver. You can only yeah. do so much. So, um, and then no one got open again. This next one, I mean, the receiver on that previous go ball gets bodied through through his stem. Oh, and it's Treadwell. Treadwell. Yeah, I mean, like in Treadwell, like he's a big body guy. You need to at least win, maintain the red line, but. The split feels wrong as well. Like, why the are we? Split is weird. Why is he that? Why is he wide? so wide? Yeah, that's yeah. Odd. To the field as well. Like, what are we doing? Yeah, here? like, yeah. like, give yourself the room. Oh Just my see, god! Look at that. It's not oh good. no! He gets bodied. Oh, he gets bodied no. right there, and that messes the whole thing up. <laughs> who? This who, kind of thing. Who is? Who is that? That he's lining up against? Twenty three. Is that? I don't know who, who twenty three is. Disrespectful no, me. But Their so you can, like bashing the heck out of you, you can you can imagine though like where you know having Tyler Lockett out here makes a difference because with the, these opportunities to throw fades are so far and few between. Yep, as they always Ray are up. in the NFL, having him out there. Oh, and then the, then the, uh, the play where DK almost got his feet down. This is a fantastic play from Gino. God throw. So, like, I mean, again, another situation where where they they saw one of their few opportunities to call like a deeper drop back concept, and anytime they had these opportunities, Gino went for it. He didn't leave any meat on the bone with what he was attempting to do. So he hey. even has his he has middle pressure right on him, but he holds his ground in the pocket. Gun three drop, kind of taps his feet to time it up right. And and look look at where he decides to let go of this ball. Look at what the quarter safety, the field safety is doing, like right there. So he's he's as soon as his body language starts to nail down on the dig routes, kind of a Mills concept. He's going, all right, post is open. He throws it over the safety on a line, lets DK can keep the leverage that he is naturally won by the scheme, by the design of the play. And DK just kind of needs to, I mean, it's not like it's easy, 
on the receiver here. But he needs to just find a way to be able to catch this ball and not leave his feet, really, because he didn't, yeah. this he didn't caught, require and elevation. Because of his legs and the with the jump, it didn't require elevation. I and think that's he, kind of like he th- DK's I think hands. He, he, Sneed was closer to like, I think he thought he had to box out Sneed when Sneed actually was beat. Yeah. And like I've DK's hands have been more consistent. And granted, he catches the ball here, but this is another example where he's just not the most natural catcher. Like it's not yeah. super organic for him. I mean, he's kind of like he's, he's almost so he's athletic kind of, that he struggled. He's sort of can you know when he jumps, yeah. it's like too high. And uh, he's he, he's like he's like Vernon Davis if he was a receiver, right? Like that's there you kind go. of what that's that's who DK is. Vernon Davis was probably an elite tight end. DK Metcalf is more or less an elite receiver, but there are problems with each guy, and this is kind of his problem here. Like this should be an easy touchdown. And uh, lo and behold, the pass protection is pretty good. And oh, what did they do? Uh, they kept the running back in pass protection. I mean, I mean, look at Chris Jones again. Though he's so good, man. But what helps um, Abe Jackson out is Walker just runs into Chris Jones. Yeah, no, w- w- Walker self-immolates to to keep the play alive. <laughs> he gives himself up, like yeah. This is he just a little chip actually. <laughs> You know what? You'd like him to get more. Is that a hold? It might be. So, Gabe. The Gabe's last, because Gabe has had many battles with Chris Jones. Oh, yeah. 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 He holds him. (laughs) That's a hold. So, but, so when I was, when when they traded for Gabe Jackson, his last game against Chris Jones in a Raiders uniform, he held up pretty okay. But you can tell, like, just his body has fallen apart even since two years ago because. He never lost this badly to Chris Jones this frequently either. He's just he's playing fifty you percent know. of the snaps for a reason. Yeah, and uh, and you wonder like, f- however good Phil Haynes can be, you this know, he run probably is, needs this, the reps. This uh. run is stupid as well. Okay, so it it ends up working out, but on the, so on the subsequent second and ten, uh, Seattle calls in a draw play that Walker like starts running <laughs> around. <laughs> I mean, you, you, you talk it's about so a dumb. Moment. It's so dumb. <laughs> it's a very C Mike moment. Like C Mike is seeing that on this, his couch and pumping this, his fist. Right. This now. is very much a like a but he can't keep getting can't, away with this type get of field, <laughs> man. You can't you can pause. You can't pause like football because like it's obviously happening so fast. But like if you mm. pause it, kind of at the mesh point, you can see Lewis is kind of gonna. This guy is playing heavy on him because he's a three tech. Um, you know, he might dip inside, uh, he might bounce to the outside. So, you know, you have to make that work. But like Blythe has got a nice leverage block on 32 in the box here. Um, so if you just hit this like off Blythe's butt, um, that would and you tempo it slightly and you're like slightly patient with it, you you should get good results. But like Walker just runs himself out of the place, and now like he's here, like if he's see. Remember earlier when we said he reads hats to a fault almost? He he's he sees Chris Jones work to the inside and goes, oh, okay, B gap now. Oh uh, yeah, yeah. He, when he, he should he's, be he's thinking, thinking front side immediately. It's like he processes too fast. Yeah, because if you if you it's a good point, because if you wind it back, like I I think his process here is um is yeah, he, he sort of eliminates the backside potential as soon as I mean, 
I don't know if we look. His hard... eyes are right on Chris Jones working inside right now. Yeah, he's not even he's, worried he's... about the backside. So, and but the thing is, Lewis has about like you, you talk about horizontal leverage, which like horizontal leverage can can defeat like vertical displacement, right? Right. But they have so much verticality on the Chiefs in the box right now. That's that what side. they play for, yeah. Lewis is three yards upfield. Blythe is five yards upfield. Just keep your eyes backside and let that be more of an advantage than the disadvantage of Chris Jones working to the A-gap. And, like, he can – there's just so much here. Now, and granted, further speaking to – how much vertical push they had. The reason why he still gets yards out of yep. it is because yep. they have so much vertical push. Yeah. Um, and, and the other factor at play is the safeties actually fitting front side on this more so. So mm. like he's he's technically up in here. That's um, crazy. So it further makes the cutback for the bend back a uh option. Yeah. Like I'm going to say something controversial. I really don't think center is that much of a problem for them. No, in, I don't. In either case. Blythe is not a good blocker one-on-one, but he doesn't need to be. Center play doesn't need to be above average one-on-one -on -one blocking. If both guard spots are good, a just a, a, a well, you know, good chemistry from the center and guard can make up for the, the center not being a good blocker. But Creed Humphrey griff yes indeed now we saw miles adams whoop creed humphrey on a few reps this game yep. speaking of, yeah yep. i i didn't think Blythe was an issue really this game like yeah, he stumbled he, yeah. over he does occasionally struggle but like the the issue wasn't that um and then we have the weird interception i can't believe they didn't score at the end of this half like a touchdown yeah this is just this is gino trying too much really like yeah. he thought he had, he thought and he had the. I think he thought he had a rotation to single high. Like, he sees this safety come come down, so he, he thinks sees this safety come coming. down. He thinks this guy's coming, but it's actually one double where they're playing man to man across the board, as we've seen with them doing with the robber. But this time, it's the high safety Dublin DK. Um, Pete said they kind of fudged it up, which I mean, that's nice. Yeah, they did fudge it up a bit, um, and then and he still underthrows it, yeah, a little bit. And this this is like when Gino loses his platform, his accuracy tanks. Yeah, so is, when you see him, he's throwing this off platform. Look at that; that's not a good uh, position yeah, to throw yeah. it. In. Which Pete so, spoke about as well, like how he he's aware that he needs to set his feet sometimes more than he could. So yeah, and that's kind of like where protection is just, you know, like so. With some quarterbacks, they can perform better than the next quarterback with below average protection. Some quarterbacks can perform better than the next quarterback with above average protection. And I think Gino, he performs worse than most quarterbacks with bad protection, but then he performs better than most quarterbacks with good protection. So like, I feel like projecting this whole long-term picture, the, is the O-line likely to get better or worse next year? It's likely to get better. So that's why I feel like all signs point to, well, you should keep Gino is what I'm saying. Because the factors around him that <laughs> could determine whether or not he's better or worse next year suggest that those factors will be better and then he'll be better. By yep. Extension. Yep. Um, 
Yeah. Because like not not quarterbacks aren't always aren't always like uh, it's not always directly proportional relative to supporting casts. Like no, sometimes it, you just need thresholds, hit certain thresholds, and the quarterback will skyrocket or plummet or plateau accordingly. Yep. So here is it, this is big on big pass protection, right? Why are they releasing? Like, why man, release man. Walker? Why not just slide one way and put Walker in there the other way to help out? Why have one on ones across the board? Like Walker runs a check down route late. I don't understand, like, why you call big on big here. Like Walker would pick up. Um, I don't understand the protection. There's no advantage to him, like <laughs> releasing. I don't know. Yeah. Anyway. So this is their quick game wide cross concept, isn't it? Short wide cross, whatever they call it. But like like stick cross, basically. Yeah, yeah, I guess that's a good way of doing it. It kind of is, yeah. Honestly, they had an option to lob one up to Colby if he wanted it. If they block it up, he probably does lob it up to Kobe. Well, he he, he signaled um he signaled before the play like he wanted he he thought he had a look that he didn't have. Look, he signals to. I just. <laughs> but yeah, he signaled to DK. Like they 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 thought they had the look they wanted and they didn't. They got double coverage. Look. Here. Yeah. There's also a picture of it on uh, on Jetty Images. <laughs> okay, but they got a bailout, right? They got um, and by the way, that was not hold. Like, if you, that is not a flag. I I completely on, think did, on Sneed. Did they call it on Cross? No, they called it on Sneed uh, for his press. Oh, 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 like it negated the yeah. pick. Like, this yeah. is not the the, the pick didn't happen because he rolled out of bounds on top of someone. He didn't establish. Right. Oh, is that what happened? Yeah, so it was it wasn't yeah. gonna be a pick either way. But but kind of what precipitates the faux pas though is so where's the where's the penalty? The cross loses. Yeah, I mean he... I mean I, I could see them calling it on Sneed because his his hands are wrapped around his left it's... like hip or waist. I don't see it. I don't see it. I still the don't flag's see out it. before that. That's that's my problem with it. Oh yeah, yeah. I don't I don't I don't see before. it at all. Yeah. He they call it on his jam, it's a quick jam. Remember when Seattle had that quick jam flag called yeah. against them? Oh, didn't they say hands to the face? Uh that might be. And clearly uh, he's in the chest, he's not in his face. Yeah, DK I think hits him in the face. Yeah, yeah. The rest were the rest were goofy this game. Because there's this call in Kansas City they shouldn't have called, and there's the one on the false start on Blythe earlier when he didn't do anything. So, Bleat Clayman was getting pretty drunk on uh, Saturday. He was so, drunched. One thing. He was drunched. Yeah. So this is an, uh, this, this Parkinson gets no separation. Um, good decision. Check down. Then they're like, oh, let's try Parkinson this time. Parkinson doesn't. And this is a crazy anticipatory throw, like the yeah. placement on this. Because if you look at that hook linebacker, like especially on the end zone, it's crazy. Like this is when he's a. So, 
earlier when I earlier when I mentioned like you know it's in Gino's nature he wants to throw those 50 50 balls so that's kind of we should consider that for the draft right this is the other side of that token he also wants to rip these balls where he trusts the receiver to win on the inbreaking stuff and he can throw the ball in front of zone dropping defenders horizontally so that that's where you get into the Addison JSN flowers downs world who are these names, Griff? What what is this? Oh, we're talking draft, baby. But so, oh, like, look, no. he puts this right inside the hash, and the he knows exactly where the linebacker is. So this is the flip side of that same token. So just keep that in the back of your mind as we approach the draft. Go get him a guy that will dunk on corners one on one, or go get him guys that will, uh, you know, win at will over the middle, and he will he will lean into that assignment full tilt just it just depends on who you draft so yeah okay so and then also we have to consider who would waldron rather have and i think that's ultimately because he knows gino can go either route no pun intended from there who who would waldron want you know i think he would want the latter i think he'd want the jsn addison flowers downs guys so so the run game kind of got going but also there's I wonder when Pete actually said his comments to Ken about, um, you know, hitting it more up the middle, not dancing. Because, like, there's still plays like this where I was a bit confused. Um, you know, it's that the temp. I mean, I guess this is up the middle, but, like, this is split inside zone from the pistol. You get all right displacement, like, from the line. Lewis kind of struggling against Chris Jones. Here comes Fant back across on the split action um and i don't really like if walker I mean, if walker presses this up again it's like reacting too quick to the helmet yeah although the back path on this one it does feel more like tight zone and less like inside zone which tight zone is just even tighter inside zone right even more inside and i think Fine. you know especially with the split action he's the I think he's thinking Ben back, and I like, so like, why did why not press more into your block? Like, if you yeah. if you watch him here, like yeah, press, like why not press, start press up here, right. and then hit it back? Don't like don't like his sort... plant. His plant should be more at the bottom of the C on the logo, right? Not yeah, not yeah. right there. But this is too soon. You have not because then that the that lets. Yeah, that lets Fant that probably gets those blocks washing more to the right because the defenders are keying the back, right? Yeah, it gets the ball and just cuts. Block develop. Yeah, I mean, so that was him at that was him in college. He was he was very chaotic, but he was under control, and that was because you know it's college speed. So I think this is always going to be his style. He's just going to be more careful with it. And he just has to adapt to how fast things develop and how slow things develop in the NFL. It's just a different game. The fact that we're seeing the the explosives translate this early, though, is a really good, really good sign and probably the more important sign because theoretically he'll get better at this stuff because Penny wasn't good at it either to start. And then he got really good at it, right? Yeah, and who knows and like, where Penny would be at today if he didn't have all the injuries? But no, yeah, Penny. Penny seemed more like a uh, confidence thing, like with his knee and like um, 
Yeah. But yeah, also what's going and like running up inside, maybe. I mean, but, yeah, Walker's not lacking any confidence. Like that's like, not the issue. So yeah. they started running this uh this full house set in the second half. They're found some success with it. Yeah. But I don't know. <laughs> Back to it. Yeah. I mean it it means that they played well, it's a great formation for them because the fact that he can bend that back all the way back because nice. most guys would hit that inside of cross. No one, is, no, that, like two players in the NFL can do this. Yeah, him and Penny, right? Like seriously, yeah, it's maybe only those Saquon two. like two years ago. I don't know. Yeah, like that's insane. That's insane, and that's why you. That's why like, he's uh, you know borderline first round pick. You know, right? He wasn't, but like that's why he's a top fifty. Was he a top fifty pick? Yeah. Yeah. 41. Yeah. He was 41. Yeah. yeah that's yeah. why he's a top 50 pick because of this. And like, you know, running backs do sometimes have their, their growing pains. It's just knowing when to do it and when not to. Right. I mean, this is stupid. Like, but this is clearly like when you do it because I don't think he makes a wrong decision here. It's not like, oh, he made the wrong decision, but he can make it happen. That's, that's Walker. Like, no, this is kind of, yeah, he could have hit it all the way up, but he's feeling how fast, how horizontal the wash is. And they're right? over pursuit here. Um, this corner shown up. The, the front side corner showed up fast. They've got some blocks coming up here, but you know maybe you could cut it up here. But this guy's coming over pursuing. So then it's like, well, hold on. Um, <laughs> and then he's just special. Like I don't know. Th- this next game is going to be interesting. Uh, just to see, you know, is is it sustainable? Um, you know, has he fixed something? Has he found something? Yeah. Look at Gino. And I think I think the reason why they're they're calling so much inside zone is to try to keep him locked. Yeah, and more done. Yeah, and to, to make him to make him think more narrow, uh, more narrow in his path, more upfield in his path. Yeah. Um. Yeah, they, so think, they go ahead. big thing was they avoided negative, m- m- less negative plays. Um, like th- even- that's great running right there. There's good blocking. Look at him pace this out. He doesn't just run a straight line. He's not running a B line for the bubble. He he presses the 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 butt yeah. of the center, and then he slowly fans out to the to the B gap. Yeah, this and, is what we're talking Lewis about. Lewis is blocking well. Yeah, yeah, this is what we're talking about when we say about pressing, and it does help them that. Is this a third and seven? Uh, let's find out. Second, a second and 16. Yeah. So it does help. That does help them. But um, this is what we're talking about when we say about pressing the 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 uh, the double team. Like a, a lot more of this was available earlier in the game, and it turns yeah. Good. It's great that he eventually figured it out because it does demonstrate, like as as overall lackluster the blocking was, there was still more on the bone that he left out there. He's still still up, and now he's caught. And now he's this. yeah pressing, and now he's 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 bouncing it, perfect, banging perfect. it technically. Yeah. And then cross, look at Cross's kind of like fan front side fan block. He's good at that. Like kick out. Yeah, that's all he needs to to be. Like that's all they need, especially at the left tackle. The, the right tackle matters more because you're going to be running zone left more often. 
so that you can boot to the field to the quarterback's, you know, right hand side. So you just need kind of blocking like that from cross. Yep. Right. So granted, it's a third and yep. seven, but. Right. So. Uh, just on the offense, I guess. Lockett needs to be healthy. Uh, the loss of Disley is a big deal. Like, because Parkinson, I don't think, I think he is what he is at this point. Um, fan, so quick uh, Thursday practice report. Goodwin out with his shoulder wrist issue. Lucas out with his knee, but I think they're resting him. Um, big news. Uh, uh, well, before I do that, no fan limited participant with a knee. Lockett limited with a hand. Uh, Walker limited with his ankle. They're working him back in because obviously they're just resting him up. DJ Dallas limited with an ankle. So like, where's it going with that? Yeah, I guess they just need to run the ball. Like if Walker can just run the ball, that that would be huge. And he just takes the yards which are there. The problem well, is and... they're playing an opponent where it's the like the 49ers front style where Waldron seems to like not know what to do. Obviously they don't have Bosa, but that front is arguably like, the, ooh, that's a bit. Arguably, you'd take the... No, actually, no, you wouldn't. They the have, I mean, is good. Very good. The, I mean, yeah, they have Quinn and Williams, who is their blue chip, right? And then Carl Lawson, who is really good. Not got great, paid. but really good. Got paid. Deserves mm -hmm. it. But then they've got, like, two other guys that are just really high-quality role players, like John, John Franklin Myers. And yep. then they've got another guy that I'm blanking on at the moment. But, like, so that's their floor of play. And you look at kind of Seattle, they have floor, high-quality... High floor player guys on their defensive line but they're lacking the blue chip so like the value of the floor players as i'm using that term is even magnified even more when you've got a guy like quinn and williams um in there so yeah that's how that's how they function then they draft a corner like third overall or whatever it was and they sign dj reed who's a pro bowl caliber corner so and then nickel's really good and their nickel's good. So, like, they went from a bottom five defense to, like, the sixth best defense and in they one offseason. And they bought a fair bit of it. Like, Whitehead's good as well, the safety. Yeah. 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 No, he's decent. Um, They have Marcus so, May, right? I don't think so He, he went to the he Saints. Went to, he went to the Saints. That's it. So, for, for this kind of game plan, I feel like on offense – I don't know because are they do they think they're finding more success with their gun run game in that second half or under center? Because a lot of those stretch runs came in under center. So I feel like in gun they need to think more with Tyler out there. Let's try to be our regular drop back team, but then have the run checks in there so that when they present those light boxes and we think we can take advantage of it, check as necessary. But then under center be heavy, even with Disley out, be a twelve. Be a twelve personnel team. I don't think they can do it. Yeah. Derek Young or back. Su super super condensed super condensed eleven personnel then, with yeah, and BS. Break out Dariq. the wing. Yeah. Break out the wing to Derek. Yeah. Um, I think that I think that DK Metcalf <laughs> on DJ Reed is a mismatch for Seattle's favor. Um, on on vertical routes, I think DK would stack him. They're super, I was saying to Ty yesterday, they're super, like, um, they defend the sticks, like, and they, they will, like, gamble, or not gamble, but they'll play the percentages on, like, red line throws if they're in a quarter. 
Like they'll Meaning... throttle down at the sticks. They'll um if they they'll... think like a comeback or something. Yeah, and and they'll just sort of say they'll be slower to transition and try and almost catch at the at the sticks and then and then kick outside with like vertical routes uh, and just sort of say, well, you know, threading that in into the red line, like they'll they'll they play with like pretty aggressive leverage. This should be a heavy pistol pistol game, the high tendency then, so that you can get into your drop back game from from pistol. And um, yeah, maybe that's Waldron's sort of way of being okay with like the wide nine deal and because uh, against yeah, go ahead. Forty nine is two lowest rates of under center of the season were by far against forty niners. They they didn't throughout a whole part of their offense. Yeah, they need to hope like this is the Saints game where they're facing a formidable defense, but if they can protect just enough. Uh, they can use formations to try to, to try to you know w- win like not conceptually but win like the tendency battle because they they hit a lot of those possession targets on the outside um, with by running like full house pistol or running you know like drop back from under center like five step drop back from under center mm. uh, yeah, no play yeah, action yeah. and like the concepts weren't helping them the doing what concepts out of what formations did because the Saints are thinking we're defending something else. Yeah. So I think this needs to be kind of that kind of game. And they just need to hope the tackles hold up better because I think they can. Um, because they really only have one pure like edge that they really have to worry about. It's not both sides. Like the Chiefs, they had Clark and Karloftis, and obviously Chris Jones in the middle. So I don't know. Okay. I don't know. And then uh, other side of the ball is the defense gonna be okay. Like I feel like the Jets they don't really have the running back that they they started the season with, or even the second running back. But like, yeah. I think the defense will be okay. I hope so. I need something. If they don't, if they if, regress especially again, I'm gonna if, lose. Mine. They they they've been getting better the last two weeks. Obviously, they held the. I mean, Mahomes had his fourth least efficient game of the season, and up until that that disaster drive at the end, um who I think you can attribute to multiple players. Um, I mean, he was on track to having his least efficient. He actually had negative EPA up until that drive. Yeah, you'd so, hope that like the Abram stuff were not like a sign of what's, what a sort of player he is, but more just, you know, inexperience in the system. Like hopefully he's up to speed this week. Doesn't sound like Neil's going to be okay. Like Neil um, uh, missed practice again with his knee issue. Uh the other news in terms of injuries is that Al Woods did not participate in practice with his Achilles thing after being a full participant on Wednesday. Mm. So that's kind of a bummer. Hopefully like, it's load management. I don't yeah. know. That's cope though. Um, that I is think, cope. I, I that think is, that is very game. much cope. That's so copy. I think, I think <laughs> they win this game. I think they win this game by 10 points. You do? Whoa. I think they win this game 24-14. Ooh. Ooh. All right. Um, wow. Look, I said it at the top of the show. I think that this team is capable of putting together a balanced effort. I'll go. I'll go seventeen thirteen. Damn. Okay. Seahawks. Uh, would Seahawks. you like? You didn't want. Player. You didn't want to know what the Vegas lines were, Ty. No, I don't. I don't. The care. Jets favored I by two and a half. I have. I have my own lines. <laughs> 
We do. My own my own lines the, say Seahawks by four. So the same ones that say Brian Reynolds is a surefire mariner. Exactly. Exactly. I heard he was going to the Rangers. I heard that you're dumb. Oh. Yeah. So oh. go on, big boy. Right. Okay. Maddie, I was going to ask: Have you been to Hadrian's Wall? Have you visited Hadrian's Wall? Yeah, I go there all the time. Is it cool? I mean, it's a it's a wall. Yeah, but it's history. Like, do they still have like, what do you call them? Like the watchtowers. Highland is there. Are there, are there watchtower Roman watchtowers still standing to the state? Is 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 that same? Is that the same thing as the gum wall? Yeah. <laughs> Obviously, you guys. I you guys have think, highways cutting through it, I mean, I think it, there's right? like maybe and one roads. or two things which you can imagine as a watchtower. But I think yeah. I think they're mainly ruins, you know? There's like right. little bits of rubble on it. Like it's a wall. Right. Like, right. Mm-hmm. What are we doing here, you know? Right. But like, you guys have highways that cut straight through it? Obviously, there have to be. I mean, highways, like... Okay, it roads. Ain't, it ain't like an American... Anything? Yeah, yeah. There, there was roads, yeah. Nice. I like roads. You do? You like you like playing on big roads? roads guy? Big roads guy. Yeah, really. Yeah, U-turn guy. Roads are, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, it's true. You turn you can't U turn without a road. Exactly. I mean you can't. We should I get that printed on a shirt. You guys you guys always U turn without roads. You're always talking about it. You're always saying, Hey, let's do this funny thing where we say about U turning. I'm not on a road, yeah. but I'm just gonna say it anyway and, and, and make and it a whole thing that we just keep bringing up and Matty and, and, and really it, likes. Man, you seem upset it, right now. It's, it slays upset, every time. It slays every time. Yeah. So. Oh, it kills. I mean, kills. Look, look at our ratings. Anytime I say, "Yo, you turn." No one right, in the one... chat is liking it this week, so maybe it has to die. You know, usually what, someone... one thing. Come on, come on, one... chat. Back us up here. And then, Maddie, I didn't know there was like what is it called, Antonin's Wall? Like there was another wall further up near Scotland. Have you heard of that one? Anton, I think the pronunciation, and Antomans, or is it Antoine's wall? I don't. I honestly don't know. It was something like that. Oh, Antonine. Antonine. Very Latin. What, very what about Roman. it? I didn't know there was another wall. I knew there was Hadrian's wall, but I didn't know there was another wall altogether. I don't think I've been there. To be fair, like it's, I have been to. Um... I've been to that part of Scotland. When was the last time you were in Edinburgh? (laughs) Edinburgh? Edinburgh. Edinburgh? Um, Is it bruh? Okay. I was. I I went there there in April. Oh. Oh, fun. Yeah. That's right. You told me about that. Business or pleasure, Mr. Brown? Uh, Pleasure. Hmm. So when you go there, do they, are they like, ha, you're English? <laughs> well, interestingly, interesting question. I do believe there's a sentiment among some Scottish people that Edinburgh is actually very English uh, in terms of their sentiment oh. and their, mm. their preference uh, for Britain. Whereas I think some Scottish people take the mick out of people from Edinburgh because they're like... You're not. You're no true we, Scot. We hate England, they, yeah. They, they take the mick out of them? Yeah, and also Edinburgh's viewed as quite posh and uh yeah wait is is this this just regular is this just regular rural versus urban battle lines being drawn because that's kind of global that's that concept is global no 
No, it's not. For instance, like so Glasgow is Glasgow is very urban, and that would not be considered um, okay. as snobby. I see. I see. But Edinburgh's then Edinburgh's not a wealth itself, not... though, right? Isn't it like one of the yeah. That's part of the problem, you know. It's like it's too it's too affluent, you know. I see. Like in, yeah. in some people's eyes. Um. Also, um. Not to get into it, but there's like uh. No, we, we won't get into that today. We've got, we'll talk about that another time. We'll get into geopolitics next time. <laughs> yeah. Uh, but you can have a deep fried Mars bar. I had never had that, but like, that's interesting. Thing. Interesting. Okay. Deep what, fried anything. What, what, like, what kind of... British Isle nation has the best cheese? Who makes the Wales. best cheese? Maybe. Wales. Really? Maybe. Oh. Well, you can get like a nice Welsh goat's cheese. Okay. Mm. Because I was going to say the best cheese that I've had from there that's been imported might be a basic answer, but it's just me is a Dubliner cheddar, white cheddar. Yeah. I mean, England so does. Wensleydale. You ever had Wensleydale? Yeah. Yeah. It's nice. Cheddar's great. Stilton. You, in, you into blue cheese? Stilton's nice. Yeah. I've had Stilton. Um, oh, dear. <laughs> why, oh, dear. What are we? You just didn't sound too keen on it. No, no. it was good. Yeah, uh, th- this Stil- is reminding me of the Stilton. Yog, yog, cheese. Is that is that English? Yeah, Cornish yog. Yeah, you should have some yog. Yog's great. That, now, is that truly English, or is that like yes. um, Nordic influence from the Nordic mm. invasion? I mean, of I York? feel like you know you can get into a, everything. Is very. Um, I mean, the UK is a melting pot. Let's exactly. Be it's beautiful. It's multicultural. That's, that's yes. part of its beauty. Yep. Yes. Um, um, yeah. Go, I'm going to bring you when I when we. This is reminding meet, me of the Monty Python cheese skit, though. When we eventually meet, I will bring you some Cornish Yard. Cornish Yard. But I feel really Cornish. bad for Americans because, like, your cheese is really bad. Yeah, our claim to fame is like <laughs> Beecher's, and it's it's fine. I mean, you can find good cheese here. You just have, mm. there's just so much. The problem with it. America, no, 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 no. There's really good novelty stuff in America. You can always find excellent stuff. The problem is there's just novelty. way too, way too many options. So like you can find elite anything here. If you go to the right region, the right place, there's just so much crap that you have to wade through to get there. Uh, 300 also, million people. It's just. Have you ever had mm-hmm. a black current, Griff? Yeah. Oh, you have? Yeah. yeah. Right. Yeah, that, that troubles me. The black current. Well, just the, you know, how it used to be illegal and all that stuff. I didn't know it used to be illegal. That's news Yeah, to me. they're really good. Like in Skittles in this country, a black current flavored, not grape. That's wild. And they're far superior. Uh, like hipster places in Seattle love putting black current into everything. Oh, that makes sense, you know. So I've had my fill of that, yeah. Nice. Right. Okay. So uh, the Jets money. How about Emmentaler? You like Emmentaler? <laughs> Emmental. Yeah, that's 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 solid. Emmental. I mean, to be fair, like with the French, you you kind of have to hand it to them. They they know what they're doing with cheese. Yeah. No. They they know what they're doing with cheese. Now, do you guys import a lot from France? Well, there's we used to. <laughs> <laughs> oh right. That's, yeah. There there was you. a Griff. There was this uh, little thing that happened. Was there an exit of French? <laughs> Yeah, so, uh, so the Jets money line, say, Griffin. Yeah, 
Uh, the Jets are two point five favorites. Uh, Maddie, no, we already Jets made that... our picks. This is Maddie. This, are there this Jets information is only relevant to you between, now? Are there Pardon? Jets that go back and forth between England and Paris? Yes. Hmm. Jets. Okay. I don't know where I was Jets, going with that. Jets. Jets in Europe. Wow. Crazy. Yes. Oh, you yes. know what's weird? Why do you guys? What do you call a, a an airplane? An air jet. An airplane. An yeah, air, what's just... that about? Why not call it an aeroplane? <laughs> you talking about? You guys say aeroplane. An aeroplane. Aero, yeah. Why do you say airplane? That's so. Weird. You sound. You sound like an asshole saying that. Yeah. <laughs> aeroplane. Well, you say airplane. News, you, you 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 sound like an English guy doing a bit on American radio. By calling yeah, exactly. It aeroplane. Yeah. Like this is what the Americans think we this, call airplanes. Yeah. Except that you actually call it that. Yeah. I was on the airplane. Grass engine. Okay. Grass so engine. I think the Seahawks will win. Uh... The grass engine thing is still bullshit. There's no way. You guys call it lawnmowers. You can't deceive me. No. <laughs> I mean, yeah, if we're talking to an American, but like it's a grass engine. Mm hmm. Anyway, so the yeah. total is 42.5 points. I think Seattle will win 31 to 7, so I'll take the under. <laughs> have you been to Belfast? I have. Have you been to Dublin? I have. Now, how was that? Where, where have how was Dublin been? versus Belfast? N name a place uh, that you uh, haven't been. <laughs> They're both very nice. They're both nice, you know? Okay. Yeah. We're, now, were you... Dublin's Dublin's quite touristy. Is it, oh, that makes sense. So I feel like they, they kind of need income from out of towners, I guess. <laughs> if they're touristy. <laughs> what? <laughs> what? Yeah. Okay. Now, when you go to Dublin, do you have to do you have to um do you have to cosplay as Catholic? <laughs> What's that like? <laughs> I'm just curious. 